Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, there is none like you. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are our Savior. You are our Redeemer. You are our Healer. We thank you, Lord, that today we are not alone. You are with us. Your presence is with us. We pray, Father, Lord. God for your word your word came to us through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit therefore we pray for each and every one of us this morning as we submit ourselves to the word of God we pray Lord that each and every one of us may have an encounter with you Father meet us at the point of our need there are those who are here today who will listen to the sound of your voice who need you than never before. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Hey church, let's give the Lord a hand offering this morning. You may be seated in his presence. Let's give another round of applause to the worship team. Are they not wonderful? Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. I think tomorrow, uh, yesterday was Philippines' uh, birthday. Huh? Let's just, uh, just um, wish her well. The princess, she calls herself the princess. Right. I'm not sure, but um, we could be having... Peter Mukonanzi, Palesa uh, is our Bible school student. Today she is joined by one of her colleagues. Uh, Peter Mukonanzi, are you here with your family, Peter? Are you somewhere here with your family? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He is right there at the back. Would you come, Peter, with your wife and just greet us, please? Just say hi to the church. Let's uh, welcome uh, them as uh, Peter comes to the front. Um, right. Um, can we have, oh, you can sanitize this one and let Peter greet us. Praise the Lord, Dr. Elijah Matangu and Mama Tangu and the church. We greet you all in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As Pastor I said, I'm not alone. I'm with my beautiful wife. Uh, we have been together for 19 years, married for 10 years. Uh, people may ask. 10 years and 18 years. <laughs> yeah, that is what happened. We started dating and yeah. As they said, the rest is history. But we, we, we are not alone here. We came with our beautiful daughters. Uh, our firstborn, please stand up so, and say hi to the church. Diana <laughs> Peño. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's wearing a mask. She said she's not feeling well. And uh, uh, lastly, Karabo <laughs> Mkwanazi. So my wife is Katleho. 
So we are based in Mkopane. Uh, we, we love God. And we, we are born again. Uh, washed by the blood of Jesus. And we, we believe if we, when we die, we will go to heaven. Um, but, uh, uh, Pastor, <laughs> we, we're really thankful for inviting us here. Uh, you know, as it, this is the beginning of the year. So many things are happening. People are going up and down. And, and I, I've seen a, a short clip there which says this is the month of breaking out and breaking forth, I think, in prayer. So, you know, what immediately came to my heart was Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6, when Moses said, the word of God said to Moses, uh, uh, it is long, uh, you have been staying here on this mountain long enough. And in verse 7, God said, it is time to break camp and move on. You know, sometimes we get stuck on the past. You know, 2022 will never come back again. We might have lost so many things in 2020 and 2021 due to COVID, but we'll never recover them and they'll never come back again. So my advice is, the Bible says, forget about the past. You forget about what has happened. Some of the things were good, of course, but we cannot dwell on them. We have to move on. Uh, some children didn't make it on their different grades. But it's time to move on, to break camp, and, and, and move on to new things that God has in store for us. And, and, and what God has is much better than what we have achieved or what we have lost. So my advice is, as you, you, you are in prayer, uh, uh, some of the camps that has to be broken are in, in the mind. <laughs> you know, when we, the devil will tell you, you are not good enough, you cannot make it, uh, you are defeated, look at your family, look at your background, look at your parents, they are not educated, they are this and that, but the devil is a liar. When you begin to break all those camps, then God will take you far than you can imagine. And, and I think as you continue with your prayer, Ask God, what camp do you want me to break, Lord? Uh, what area in my family, in my life, in the church do we need to break? Because there are so many camps that are, are, the devil is using to hinder us, to limit us, you know, to, uh, to think we cannot make it, we are not good enough, you know. So many things, but blessed be God, because he's God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we can think or imagine according to his power that is at work within us Amen. i think Amen. god bless you praise the lord hallelujah praise the name of the lord hallelujah right are you not excited that we had this 21 days of prayer and fasting and tomorrow, we are starting the last lap of this race. We are having a week of prayer from tomorrow to Friday. Mark Buchanan says, prayer is perfume and bombs. It is perfume 
because as we pray, we are taking to God that perfume, that sweet-smelling offerings and sacrifices to God. So prayer is like perfume. But prayer is bombs. We use bombs to fight the enemy. That's what prayer is according to Mark Buchanan. And throughout this time, and we're not going to end with this 21 days of prayer and fasting. In the 8.30 intercession, I shared with them from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to verse 5. That we are but flesh. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We are flesh and blood. But our weapons are mighty in God. Max Lucado says, our prayers may be awkward. Our attempts may be feeble. But since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it. And not in the one who says it. Our prayers do make a difference. When we say there is power in prayer, it doesn't mean there's power in me, but the power is the one who hears the prayers. And we believe as we are continuing with, with this 21 days of prayer, there is power released to our lives and situations. Andrew Murray says we must begin to believe that God in the mystery of Prayer has entrusted us with a force that can move the heavenly world and can bring its power down on earth. It is through the weapon of prayer that we can bring this weapon that can move the heavenly world here on earth. Therefore, you are invited tomorrow, the last lap of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And on Friday, if you check our advert, our social media, it is breakthrough night. What is breakthrough? A breakthrough is something that changes the course of your life going forward and ensures that things will never be the same in your life. Let us believe together as we are Breaking the fast on Friday. It's breakthrough night. And Sister Philippine will be preaching. We will be there. Let us believe that the course of your life will never be the same. Let us believe together. 2023 will never be the same. Breakthrough night. Now, um, the theme and the text for today's message, a well-known portion of scripture from John chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 9. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. 
In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down to a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the stirring of the water, they was made well of whatever disease they had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. I want to use as my subject, get unstuck. Get unstuck. I'm taking this theme from verse 8. Jesus says to this man, if we use today's expressions, he is stuck in a situation for 38 years. And Jesus says to him, you have been long in this condition. You have been long in this situation. Get unshackled. Be untied. Guys, if, if you can wake up a little bit there, I will appreciate that. Listen to me and let's go to the next slide. Be the next slide, please. Right. Let's give him a hand. Eh? Get dislodged. Get unfettered. Get unbound. Get released. Get unchained. Get emancipated from your condition. Now this is the gist of the message. Jesus says to this man who was sick for 38 years. Do you want to get well? And in verse 8, Jesus says, rise up, take up your bed and walk. The context of this miracle is very easy as we have read. In Jerusalem, there is by the ship gate a pool that is called Bethesda. There are other readings, other Bibles, Bethsaida, Bethzata in some translations. It has five porches or colonnades. Now, the archaeologists, the people who excavate the ground to attest to the historicity of certain places, they conducted a study at this place, the northern part of the temple from 1862 to 1960 for about a hundred years 
they excavated this place and scientifically studied. And the results of this study is that they realized that these five porches, colonnades, are exactly as they are narrated in this text, John chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 9. There were multitude of sick people, the lame, the blind, and the paralyzed. And the text tells us of this man who was sick for 38 years. And there was belief that occasionally an angel would come and stir up the water. The first person who got into the water was made whole. And Jesus comes to this man and he says to him, do you want to be healed? And as we read, this man says, Sir, I have no one. I am invalid. I am paralyzed. I cannot walk. There is no one who can put me in the water. And Jesus says, Arise. Stand up. Get unstuck from your situation. Take up your bed, your mat. And walk. Verse 9 tells us immediately he was made well. Very briefly, I wish to develop the message by referring to three sub themes. The first one is the compassion of Jesus, the second one, the question of Jesus, the last one is the command of Jesus. Jesus and I want to believe that this text this message is speaking to me is speaking to you and your situation today the compassion of Jesus the question of Jesus and the command of Jesus let us start with the compassion of Jesus in verse 1 we read that after these things Jesus from chapter 2, turning water into wine, speaking to Nicodemus, the Samaritan woman. After these things, Jesus made his way to Jerusalem to an unnamed feast. And some people say this was the Passover feast. And each and every Jewish believer wanted to be, wanted to attend wanted to go to the Passover feast but we read here that Jesus did not go to the temple to attend to the Passover a very important Jewish feast but Jesus was attracted to those who are hating and this we refer to the compassion passion of Jesus. Jesus looked at the temple and they were a multitude of people. 
Some people said, how come Jesus healed only one person? No, he did not heal only one person. We read in John 20 verse 30, Jesus performed many miracles, but these ones have been written. In other words, the seven miracles that are recorded in the book of John, they are not even called miracles, dunamis. They are called Simeon or Simeia in plural. These are the signs that Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. God and John says there are many more miracles with Jesus performed. No book could contain what Jesus had done. So the theology is not only one person but all the people who were there were healed. It was the compassion of Jesus that made this person whole. Psalm 145 verse 8. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Psalm 116 verse 5. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is compassionate. Passionate. Somebody shout the name of the Lord. One of the attributes of God is that he does not view you as other people view you. God is compassionate especially to those who are hating. Matthew 9, 35 and 36. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep without a shepherd it is the compassion of Jesus to get us unstuck from each and every situation if you are here today you are stuck in your infirmity you are stuck into your situation let me tell you you are the candidate of the compassion not of people but of the Lord of Lords of Jesus Christ Harvey McKay says failure is not falling down but staying down I want to tell you maybe you are not on the mountaintop you are down in the valley but let me tell you one person who wants you to arise from where you are is the compassion of God is the grace is the mercy is the love of God get unstuck from your situation because the Lord is compassionate Jack highly says for Failing is not a disgrace unless you make it the last chapter of the book. I refuse. I have might have failed many times. But failure is not the last chapter of my book. I'm going to arise from where I was. I'm going to be unstuck. Whatever your pool of Bethesda is. There is the son of God. Who is passing by. I don't know your 
Bethesda. I know my Bethesda. But uh, today uh, the son of man, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, is passing by uh, your place. Uh, he wants uh, to unstuck uh, your Self in your situation. Lamentations 3 verse 22 to 23. The, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. But what is compassion? What is the compassion of God? It simply means God is sympathetic. To our distress with their desire to alleviate us from our distress. Compassion means God loves us. Means God wants to lift us up. God wants us to get unstuck from your pool of Bethesda. Is that not wonderful? That the Lord is gracious. He is a loving father. He is compassionate. The second sub-theme, subtitle, the question of Jesus. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? Those who are doing hospital visitation will never come close to asking a patient, do you want to get well? In other words, it is assumed that each and every person who is sick, they want to be well. But this question of Jesus informs us there could be people who are in their situations, who are stuck in their situations, and yet they don't want to get well. They don't want to get unstuck. There are people who are stuck in their situations and they have accepted their negative situations as the status quo. They have accepted this is the life that I am going to live. They live their lives in discouragement. They, have, they are living their lives in hopelessness. In other words, they have accepted their situations as their new normal. But Jesus is saying to this man and indeed to all of us, do you want to get well? Do you want to get unstuck from your situation? You find yourself maybe in relationships that are not God honoring. Maybe 
you find yourself in attitudes which are not helpful. We do not assume that you want to get unstuck. There are people who are comfortable in whatever situation that they find themselves in. Therefore, this question hits us. Do you want to get well? Hey, people's church, do you want to get unstuck from your situation? Do you want to change? Do you want your life to be better? Jesus is asking this man another interpretation of this same question is it's not even a question but it is a statement that Jesus is making to this man and the statement is you have what it takes to get unstuck somebody shout uh, the name of the Lord Jesus is asking this man do you want to get well Another interpretation is uh, Jesus wouldn't go to him uh, if he did not believe uh, that uh, you have all uh, it takes uh, to get unstuck. Uh, you have the faith. Uh, you have the resilience uh, to get unstuck. Buriana Fodororo says, I'm not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. I choose today to get unstuck. Why? Because I have all it takes to be a better person. Tupac Shakur says, you never know how strong you can be until being strong is the only choice you have left. I have one choice that is left for me. That choice is today I decide to get unstuck from an untenable situation that I find myself in. It doesn't matter how long you have suffered 38 years in your situation you can get unstuck you have what it takes people's church I want to talk to you today we have all that it takes to be a church after God's own heart our worship our life groups our man's ministry our ladies ministry our kids zone we have all that it takes to fulfill to maximize the potential praise the name of the Lord can you feel it over there I am feeling over here people's church 2023 we are going to get unstuck from where we are and we have all that it takes the last sub-theme. The third sub-theme. The command of Jesus. Get up. 
take your mat and go. The man is stunned by the command of Jesus. You are telling me to do what I've never done for 38 years. I have been lying there. I have been relying on the kindness of the passerby to the temple. You are telling me to arise, to take up my mat and leave and go and walk. I have never done that before. But you know what? This man at that particular time, I want to believe he had a revelation of the one who is speaking to him. We need a revelation of Jesus. The one who is commanding. The one who is saying get unstuck from your situation. He is issuing a command. He is the very same one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. He is the same one who said in the beginning, let there be light and there was light. This man, he had a spot on revelation of the one who was speaking to him. The one who was in Bethesda, he got a revelation. I have the son of man who is standing before me and he is commanding me to rise, to arise to take up uh, my bed uh, and go. And I want to believe today, if we contextualize the message, uh, this is what God is saying to you. It is a command uh, to you in your situation. Get unstuck uh, from your situation. I read a true story of a lady called Barbara Schneider. She was lying in hospital. For about seven years, she could not do anything. She was lying there waiting for her death. And they say she did not even believe in God. But one day she heard a voice that says, Barbara, who is that one who knows me? Somebody shout the name of the Lord. He knows your name. He knows your circumstances. He knows your troubles. Barbara. Get up from that bed and walk. She asked the nursing sister who, who was there, did you call my name? No. I did not call your name. And she hesitated. But the voice came again. Barbara Rise from where you are and walk. Guess what? She obeyed the voice that she did not know. She rose 
from that bed and started to walk. For seven years she could not walk. You were invalid. You were unable to do certain things. I don't know for how long, but I'm telling you today, the King of Kings is commanding me, is commanding you, arise from your situation, get unstuck from where you are. It is a command. I don't claim to be a faith healer. My ministry is preaching and teaching. But I had significant moments in my ministry where I believed the word of God. I believed what God said. We received a telephone call with my wife, pastoring a church. And our worship leader, her name is Agnes, the aunt gives us a ring and says, Muruti, pastor, would you come? Agnes is very sick. We were staying in zone 7. We went to zone 16 where they were living. Uh, the early hours of the morning. You know, pastors are everything. Eh? We are taxi drivers. We are whatever. I wake you up at 3. We go there. You know, Christians are funny. In most cases, you have a plan A and plan B. They had a plan A and a plan B. A plan B is that they caught a taxi. As we came in, the taxi was idling to take her to George Mukari Hospital. And we came in. And I said, what is the problem? No. From early evening... She can't talk, she can't walk, she can't do anything. Oh, what about the taxi? No, Muruti, we thought, <laughs> okay, three dots. At that particular time, I heard a voice from God. And God says, don't lay hands. She was there. Oh, do you want to continue? And I said to her, lying on the bed, whether she sees me or not, whether she hears me or not, I said, Agnes, in the name of Jesus, stand up. And she stood up. I said, Agnes, in the name of Jesus, I invoke you to walk. And she started walking. I said, Agnes, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. Your disease will never come back to you. And it was like that. It is the command of the master. Get unstuck from that hospital bed. Get unstuck from that situation that you find yourselves in. And I want to believe today God is commanding us in various situations to stand up and walk. Take up your mat and walk. You know what? Each and every word here is very significant. Why Jesus 
Should you go to details, take up your mat and go. It's because uh, you are taking uh, a one-way trip. Uh, you won't need uh, that mat. Uh, you won't come back uh, to your situation. Uh, I want to tell you today, as we are going to pray with you, you are taking uh, a one-way trip uh, to recovery. Your name uh, will be changed. Your situation uh, will be changed. As we invite the worship team to come to the front, thank God for the 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I want to believe that as we continue with this 21 days of prayer and fasting, there are things that the Lord is doing. God is helping us to be unstable. Uh, from the mindsets uh, that are taking us nowhere. Brother Peter referred to it uh, that there are some mindsets uh, which are not glorifying God. Uh, ways uh, of thinking uh, which will not take us anywhere. And I'm saying to you, get unstuck uh, from self -imposed. Imposed limitations. You have imposed limitations on your life. Get stuck from those self-imposed limitations. Get unstuck from the failures, from the mistakes of the past. I'm here to tell you, get unstuck from people's appraisals of your life the opinions of people about your life get unstuck don't allow people to live their lives through you tell yourself I'm going to be unstuck today Joshua and Caleb spirit to I want to bind the spirit. Let us be unstuck from her. They are more than a spirit and attitude. I bind that spirit that says there is no one in my family who has achieved this. I bind that spirit. Get unstuck from that attitude, from that spirit. I release the spirit of Joshua. I release the spirit of Caleb that says we are not grasshoppers, but we can take over the land for we can certainly do it get unstuck from the failure mentality today we release the spirit that this is my year i'm going to be unstuck to from any other spirit from any other attitude that is contrary to my maximization of my potential praise the name of the lord as we stand on our feet to respond to the message of god today i want to release the spirit 
they I can spirit I release the spirit of I can for we can do anything everything through him who strengthens us get unstuck from your situation what a wonderful time to start a year on that note on that footing you want to sing a song and let's pray together thank you jesus